All right, all right, all right. Get your notifications ready. Letting people come to the live stream. This is One Nitra. One Nitra with Broadwalk Global Media. Don't be alarmed if you don't understand this voice. You're going to get to meet me soon. Thanks for joining us today. One Nitra. One, one, two. Share, share, share. Share, share, share. We in the building. Yes, we Welcome are. back, people. Uh-huh. Welcome back to another episode of One Nitra. One Nitra, one people. Yes, yes my name is Jeff. I know it says Rock Logic on top of me, but it's that's Jeff. Not that's not rock. That's not rock. No, that's, that's not, not rock. rock. That's not rock. It, it, I'll be rock if he ate like a thousand burgers two nights ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's not rock. That's not rock. All right. All right. Round of applause to me, Jeff. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. welcome. Yeah. Working on right. boards today. Thank and you. Thank you. Lovely lady to my left. Yeah, hey all, you know who I am I'm Sandra uh, Coleman But we're going to just do what we normally do with One Night yes, So we, we always start our week And Rock usually sets it off So oh, we want to yeah. know how your week is, was Jeff all right. So hello everybody <laughs> all right, my, name is, <laughs> my name is Jeff My week has been Okay It's been kind of quiet, you know I started a new assignment at my job. I'm working at the Barclays Center. Okay. You know, um, okay. I'm the medic over there. So nice. one of the many medics over there. So I get to watch games for free. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, so my first game I watched was the Liberty. And they got washed. I'm sorry. Okay. Right. Oh, wow. By Chicago uh, twice. Right. So both my shifts, they, they lost. But it was a good thing to see, you know. Um, besides that, I was writing my episodes for my show. Right. Um, and talking to a few people, I got to enjoy your celebration. Right? Okay, okay, congratulations yeah. on your graduation. Oh, okay, right? yeah, it was last year. So, but yeah, um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, I like that post, and mm-hmm. I like to see a lot of us in, uh, elevate. You know, yes, absolutely. I'm happy to be yeah. here, and I'm happy to be with you guys. Awesome, yeah. Awesome. So that was my week. Okay. okay, yeah, that post actually got uh my graduation post actually got invigorated when someone writes on a post that actually researches right, right, so right. some people are thinking I just graduated this year but it was actually last year okay. oh, but it's all, it's all round cool. of applause <laughs> yet again that's yeah. right. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> nah it's all good it's all good can you just tell people the name of your show uh, my show is Perspectively Yours. It mm. comes on after this show. Okay. okay. I'm usually not on time, so if you get a gap on it. so uh, <laughs> You've been busy on the boards. Though. Yeah, I've been busy day, on the boards. Um, yeah, day. it's a long day, but I love doing this. I yeah. love talking. I love meeting people. I love, mm. you know, um, shedding ideas. So my show is Perspectively Yours. It's a show derived around men. You know, it was uh, something I felt that we need. A lot of men are not having a platform to speak, right. to express ourselves. And to talk about what we go through right. in relationships and the world. Right. Because mm-hmm. we're expected to be men and be strong all the time. Yeah. And be in a box. And that doesn't afford us a time to, or a space to express ourselves emotionally. Right. Or even be comfortable mm. to express our emotions. Because right. we're supposed to be this all the time. Right, right, you know? right, right, right. So, I speak a lot about what we go through as men um, on a male's perspective. But I also expect... You know, and speak on the female's perspective, okay. too, okay. because it has to be a well-rounded show. Right. And, you know, I want all sides to be uh, 
equivalent to understand right. you know what I'm saying amazing yeah, yeah. okay alright really and I just want to say Jeff gives the most amazing hugs I didn't get mine today but I will get it before oh, you, I leave definitely will. he definitely. gives the most yeah. um, if you need a hug he is the man to give you a hug so uh, my week was busy and blessed as usual my day to day check in with you know seniors and residents to make sure um, their needs are met uh, Monday, I was at a community stakeholders uh, meeting, virtual meeting with Goddard uh, Riverside, which okay. uh, they're part of the safe haven that's going to be built in our community on the Upper East Side. So nice. I fully support it. Um, remember that conversation? We won't go yeah, in, but yeah, that, <laughs> that, yeah. that uh, safe haven <laughs> sparked something on one of our shows. But anyway, uh, a blooper. But um, um, Tuesday was a huge day, as we all know. That was the day of. The primary, right? Yes, the primary yes, elections. Yes, yes, yes. I was out from 5.40 a.m. Mm -hmm. to 6.10 electioneering. Right. Not for a salary and not just supporting the candidates that I endorsed. One of them was Alvin Bragg. He's doing extremely well. Yes, He's in the lead yes. Manhattan um, district attorney race. Can you give him some? I love him. Yeah. And give him yeah. one of these, too. Yes, yes. Let's go. Yeah, and that's a one-and-done race, so that's a county race. Right. So with that said, that's not no ranked choice voting. Right. Um, I also endorsed Julie Menon. She's doing well in her, um, the rank round one. She's doing well. She's okay. in the lead. Okay. Yes. So I so that's good. Um, and I um, I was in a council member, Ben Kalos, actually, his commercial and done work. I didn't officially, but I did endorse him in a sense because we were in the commercial and right. we did a lot of work together. He's not doing so well. Looks like, uh, uh, what's his, Mark Levine is in the lead right now. But that's round one. Right, so, right, you right. know, round two is going to be a, if you didn't win, if you didn't get your 50% and got over the threshold, right. round two can be a game changer, you Absolutely. know, literally for all the people in the race. And also Peggy A. Morales. We had Peggy A. Morales and um, Kelmy right. Rodriguez last week. So Kelmy didn't uh, make it through. But Peggy won. I endorsed right. them on the show. Right. So, right. Right. you know, I'm picking winners. I'm picking winners. That's good. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so that was great. Um, and remember about the absentee ballots. But we're going to jump into the conversations about primaries and stuff later more. Um, and that night, I went to a celebration with Julie Menon at the Mansion Diner. Busy. Busy. Yeah, that night. I, I didn't get home back home until like 11. And that was a celebration with all the people that like kind of worked on her, her campaign. I actually um, streamed a little bit of her speaking live from the one night show, so it was a little bit right, of coverage. Right. So I'm going to jump into uh, Thursday. I dropped by a male and female shelter in my community and I wanted to know what were the needs there for them. Mm. So as a leader in the community, what could I do as well as bring others in to help you know so I got sizes of clothes that they need right. there's no children there so you know just want to be able to you know be present in the community and help out Friday evening I have this on because I was hanging with Peggy Morales her celebration okay uh, it was a rooftop party I did a little live on that right uh, and and that was like a phenomenal event they had uh, the cigar bar right they were rolling cigars there okay um, councilwoman Vanessa uh, Gibson stopped by they had her run across the finish line because she's now uh, newly elected Bronx Borough President. Okay. Right. Women okay. are doing their right. thing. Yes, they are. Okay. Yes, okay. President Gail Brewer was there. She right. had to go All across right. the line. She is back in her old city council seat. Okay. So okay. women are ruling. And lastly, um, today marks day 391 for UES for BLM, Upper East Side for Black Lives Matter. Absolutely. And uh, we will be transitioning uh 
probably like the 11th of July into Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But we are going strong. We're going to hit our 400th day and a little something consecutive. And then we're going to tone it down a little. But we're still going to be there and maintain the vigil. And that was my week. Stan, wow. to you. Wow. Before wow. we get to Stan, well, let me give you a round of applause. Okay. All right, for right having there. a heavy-duty week. Yeah, that's amazing. And um, I... I Particularly, uh, take enjoyment in hearing this moment because you care. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, part of my assignment, too, in the medical field, I go into a lot of these shelters. Okay. And I go into a lot of these safe havens. We do a lot of COVID swabbing there. Mm. Right. And we give um, um, flu shots and now COVID shots and stuff nice. like that. And I'm able to go inside, especially these hotels that have been revamped into shelters. Okay. Right. I've gone into a lot of them or from all boroughs. And um, the fact that you have to, you come in and ask what do they need right, is right. a big thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Because we may think that these people are in the shelters and they're just having a good life, or even if it's a hotel, they're having a good life. A lot of them are restricted. I've been into a shelter where it felt like jail. Yeah. Well, because yeah. you can't, uh, you, you're, you're allowed food only in the cafeteria. Mm. You can't bring a snack or nothing upstairs. Right. 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 I seen this lady one time. Begged to bring two oranges upstairs because she wow. says she's a diabetic. She can't really eat the the, the, the sugary stuff, and that's right. how she gets her sugar. Right. And she she also ran out of her prescription, and the pharmacy is not open. Wow. So of course this was like nine o'clock while I was leaving. I was able, you know, to, to, to see this interaction, and they were very strict. There was like no no nothing upstairs. Right. We don't care. Then you might have to stay downstairs with your oranges. Like come oh, on, wow. right? You know right, so. Right. It felt like crazy. There was a time where we, we ordered pizza for my team. And, you know, there was pizza left, you know, whole box unopened and stuff like that. And on the way out, you know, I knocked on the door. Hey, you know, you guys here, you don't need some. I had a whole pie. Right. You know, here's pie. Here's some soda. You know, enjoy yourselves. It, although it was after hours, it was like near 9 o'clock when I was leaving. And on the way out, you know, I heard guards, you know, running upstairs and stuff like that. Wow. I got an email that what we did was illegal. Wow. Feeding these guys wow. was wow. illegal. You know, they have the wrong people, and they were in the room, and they did not don't have beds. The same cots, like, like I, uh, I, been to where Jacob Javis Center had the the, the cots and stuff like that. So it's just a cot and and a cabinet. Oh wow! So you did kind of looks like a a a crazy house. Mm -hmm. Sure. And I gave him fresh food, Mm -hmm. and it was an illegal act on my part to do so. Wow. So these things that these people are going through, it was heartbreaking. Yeah, like like prison. That was contraband in a sense, right? Exactly. It was prison. Guards ran upstairs, like guards. Wow. So I'm like, I thought, I thought I did something. I thought they came down and pat me down, but I got <laughs> I happened to be off the premises. Right. But I got an email saying, hey, this is illegal what you did wow. to feed these people. That's insane. Amazing. You know? That's insane. Ridiculous, yeah. That's insane. Wow. So I, I thank you yeah. for caring and, you know, yeah. um, going to these places. Yeah. It's in Absolutely. my heart. It's in my yeah. heart. Stand the man. Yes. Stand the man. Well, nice first, shirt, uh, brother. Thank you, thank you. First time, <laughs> I'm on vacation now, so Ooh. Um, Ooh. Give, me, give me a round. Oh! Okay. It's, been, um, it's been a long, rough year as an organizer with um, Justice okay. for All, you know, but we decided to take a little break. And we did have our, our last community event in, in the store of your houses on Monday the 21st, mm-hmm. and it was it went well. We okay. had um, a lot of young people came out, which was nice. um, very, very surprising. Um, and they're learning about the blueprint now. So we did mm-hmm. a whole big thing about the blueprint. And I just want to mention again, in that development, that particular Resident Council President is for the blueprint, you know, mm-hmm. and so the residents are against Storia. the blueprint in the store of your house. Ms. Koga. You know, Ms. Koga, yes. Koga. You know, okay. had, to, had to call you out. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, so the dynamic there is that there's a lot of rage um, because folks feel like they were uninformed. Um, they feel like they're not being represented. 
Um, and they don't want this. They really don't want it. Then we also spoke about all the overdevelopment going on in Astoria, right around Astoria houses and how all that development is happening there, but these folks are still living in substandard, subhuman conditions. You know, So wow. it was a good, very good meeting. Um, we had a lot, a lot of young folks, like I mentioned. Um, so we're going to be continuing to do those kind of community meetings throughout the summer and all the developments in Queens. So we'll be doing it in Queensbridge, uh, Ravenswood, Astoria Houses, and Woodside, and getting folks more involved in this movement and really turning the movement over to them. You know, the residents have to lead this. It can't be organizations or even organizers. It has to be residents themselves who take up the fight. You know, so I was really happy to see that, um, and we're going to be doing a lot more of that. Um, also, I'm in the midst of buying a property, so I did some some, okay. some house. Okay, give him some. Give yeah, him some. Out, went, out, went out to All Jersey, right. and I'm going to buy a property out there. Right. Okay. So, um, as an investment, you know, so um, it's good to do that. You know, we'll be sharing some stuff on the show. Okay. And my other show, you know, about financial literacy. We always have our, our, our guy here. Right. Um, uh, Hollywood. You okay. know, we always talk about stocks and things of that nature. So I love that. Uh, yeah. I'm Bitcoin. heavy into stocks yeah, right now. So yeah. What's the name of your show? Oh, hip hop, health, and politics. All so right. we be, uh, <laughs> we'll be shooting that. We have my man Gary. Gary, on Gary there. Facts. Last, Gary Facts was on there last time. Mm -hmm. We had a great show. So mm -hmm. I'll be promoting that a lot during the week and getting okay. folks um, a little yeah, more we affirmation to that show. That show. And, yeah. um, give it them a perspective. You know, so it's been a, a relaxing week. I intend to relax as much as I can. Um, over the next couple of days and then hit the streets again once the vacation's over and build this movement and make sure NYCHA stays public. Mm -hmm. We do not want the blueprint. We don't want RAD. We mm -hmm. don't want infill. We don't want any of that. Right. So I see a movement growing and we're yeah. going to win. We're going to win. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we need this money, Chuck Schumer. I don't know if we mm -hmm. got it in infrastructure, but I'm still right. waiting to find out yeah. um, if we got the $80, $80 billion. And Nidia Velasquez bill also right, right, needs right. to be passed. So, so I don't want Biden. Do not leave mm -hmm. us out. You right. know, Make sure if, 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 if you're going to be rebuild this country, mm -hmm. then we need to rebuild public housing That's you right. know, all across the country. So we're going right. to see, did we get jerked? Uh, by Biden or mm. not, you know, time will tell. But Public housing looking. matters. We're watching. We're paying attention. We want to see what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Get money, Mike. Money, Mike. Money, Mike. Well, um, like you know, my week went by smooth. Smooth, money, Mike. Mike is always smooth. <laughs> but um, earlier this week, I was supposed to actually had Bo help Lorenzo with his campaign. Lorenzo, okay. yes, yes, his his campaign because. Mm. Of the um, race, and he he did a lot um during the well the past year with me and him. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, he and he been busting his behind, and um, yeah. I also put the um in Boys and Girls High School. We um building studios, me and yeah. Rock. Right, okay. you know, you in Boys and Girls High School. Right. Okay. Cool. That's, okay. What, we, that's yeah. what we're working on now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I seen the pictures. They're looking good. They're looking All good. All right. We doing more, but um, that's my neighborhood. Yeah. But, okay. But it's um. Going go. I mean, we do it. Well, well, whenever we get the deliveries, but I mean, it's actually going by good. Actually, the first one we did in Jamaica was a podcast, and um, the keyboard was something similar to the one that we have now, but it's actually white, and it you know, it turns different colors. Mm -hmm. Wow, okay. that's the first time I ever seen a keyboard like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, me, I heard it. My little brother had one, but I didn't even know that. I mean, <laughs> I would have been using that, mm -hmm. but. I mean, it turns out great. I mean, I don't see no reason why these kids ain't gonna be going to no school. Yeah. Well, yeah, Mike. But it's that's good. a. It's great you're doing that work. Yeah, yeah. 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 proud of you. Schools is amazing. Mm -hmm. Also, a lot of people. You need to talk. A lot of people don't know you are what an actor. You do some acting or something like that. Mm -hmm. Tell us about it. I mean, don't uh, be shy. I ain't shy. Don't be scared. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm currently in acting classes as well, but I did mm-hmm. a few backgrounds. I did like four or five, I believe. Yeah, okay. Um, it was one we did a West Side, the West Side Story was um, supposed to be in a play. We did a we did a um, recording scene that was in the background that was supposed to be about okay. police brutality. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was one of the victims of police brutality. I had my face all bloodied up. Yeah, saw the pictures, remember? Right, 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 right. I was in handcuffs. I sent it to... Um, a few people they're like, "Oh my God, what happened to you? Yeah. I'm about to go." Yeah, but about that fit, but um, <laughs> yeah, but that I was played on the um, Ghost, the first episode. Mm. Yeah, so okay, I'm, okay. Wow, wow. Okay. that's big, all right. brother. All right. <laughs> you all shy. I was, you didn't see me. I was in the background. That's I was, okay. I was, a, I was a strip club patron, you know. Oh, you enjoyed that? <laughs> no, I was throwing on. I'm throwing them dollars. Okay. I, okay. I had to find that episode and yeah, find my yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was That's on God though. Friended Me, the politicians. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I was on, um, what? Um, that, for life. For life, it was really uh, as a, okay. it was supposed to be a visitor. Yeah. Wow. You've done um, some stuff. Wow. Sitting wow. next to wow. a, a, a future star over Putting here. in that work. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah money might. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of for life, so Isaac Wright, right? So let's jump into the mayoral race. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Let's jump into the mayoral race, and let's just say we hope that the NYCHA residents. Did get out and vote because yes. there's a there's a saying that we don't vote and that's a flat lie. Right, so we right. need to get out and vote. Right. Also, I noticed when I was doing door knocking, some people have moved into the developments, but they're registered somewhere else. Right. You need to fix your registration, do the paperwork so you can be voting with your direct you know, your local officials, like the city, the full city races don't matter, right. but your city council member, your congresswoman, you can't be living in the Bronx and. And, um, well, let me say, we're knocking on Manhattan doors. Knocking on Manhattan doors, you can't vote because you registered to vote in the Bronx. Right, absolutely. That doesn't work. Right. But Isaac Wright, for life, right, he ran for mayor. He actually came in this first round at the bottom, and then Jocelyn Taylor was right at, you know, she was like the step from that. So, but um, I wish he had the funding and the people could have really got to see him because a few times I heard him talk, this guy is phenomenal. Yeah, I heard you know? from Sylvia. She, yeah. um, he spoke at her church. I never heard yeah. of him. I never heard of the campaign or anything, but she was like, you really need to get to know this young man. Yeah. You know, he's really got a very powerful platform and no one ever heard. No one ever, we didn't hear it, yeah. unfortunately. And they should have been watching for Qu- life. Question, um, so what happens when you endorse somebody, right? And they're running for a race and they happen to be a like it's a very good speaker. They happen to have very good you know points. Um, however, they're less popular. You know, although they may have all the logics down packed right. and everything that needs to to to, um, to fix what needs to be fixed. But someone else gets someone else wins. You know, the race. Right. Is there a system put in place that these people are braced on with the person that's really has the the the, the mental blueprint? Right. Is there somewhere that we can brace with the winner? Because that, sometimes that. the winner can just be by popular vote mm-hmm. and not right. necessarily have the complete best interest. In, in well, I I would say the winner actually, like if you look at a presidential mm-hmm. race, you can bring that person into your cabinet. So if you're okay. looking at the mayor race, if I liked your ideas right. and I know you were good and you were my opponent, right. I could bring you on board. You know, wonderful. What I mean? Okay, so right. but that's 
that's an individual thing. But I would hope that people would do that. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, w- it, w- it would make things better. But unfortunately, I think a lot of that doesn't happen. Right. Um, is it because of ego thing? I think ego and um, you know people want they, the they race want, is rough they, too. They want they want they like <laughs> they want that platform. Yeah. And the race and, is rough too. Right. Right. And it's yeah. a very unfortunate, you know, the, yeah. um, how politics works. You know, right. as a former candidate and running myself, I right. got a chance to see it. And um, it's really, first of all, Dirty, too much right? about money. You know? So people judge your campaign right out the bat, right, mm-hmm. right out the gate. How much money do you got? How much money do you think you can raise? Right. Um, more than what your ideas actually are and what you're really trying to do. And then they, they pretty much eliminate you. They say, right. well, you're not, you're not viable. That's the right. word I hated yeah, um, so much. And then as I watched the campaign that I was running in against uh, Donovan Richards, a lot mm-hmm. of folks said that I would not have had a chance. You know, you're not viable. Mm-hmm. A lot of progressives did not come around and support my campaign as I thought they would have in the beginning, mm-hmm. which would have made it viable. Right. But then we're watching what's happening is that he may lose. You know, right. So everybody thought this, this was a done deal. And Elizabeth Crowley, who's mm-hmm. also part of the machine, too, but she mm-hmm. ran out and said she's not taking any money from developers, you know, mm-hmm. which was the line I was using in a certain sense. And, um, and it resonated, you know, mm-hmm. to the point where she came in the race as I was leaving. Um, she came in late, but she mm-hmm. still made a real big run. Mm-hmm. So I think that people are, are more aware and more wanting more progressive politics. I think that's what we're going to find in this election. Are we a more progressive city? Mm-hmm. Or, or are we not? I mean, mm-hmm. I think if you look at the mayor's race, the right. same thing is happening here. You have Eric Adams, who's not really a progressive. You know, then you have Maya Wiley, who the progressives are supporting. And uh, we'll see how that turns out. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think we're in a fight in the city now between whether we're going to be progress, progressive right. or whether we're going to stay moderate. You know, mm-hmm. exactly what are we going to do? And I think the issue of the police really is really driving that fight. You right. know, do you want to fund the police? Do you want more police? You know, I think that's right. kind of and the that's, a, that's the mixture of the people. Right. Right. Because there's people that do want public safety. Absolutely. But does not realize that public safety does not mean having more police. Right. You, you know, you have to hit the problems in the community. You have to hit poverty. Right. Right. You have to hit, you know, um, give the kids after school and community, you know, Absolutely. community services Absolutely. to keep people out of trouble, you know, and, and, and the biggest thing, like I said, it is poverty and, and drugs. Right. So, you know, everybody is not a criminal. Everybody's not looking to do things, but people are, everybody's not doing well, especially in this pandemic. But let's stick on the mayor's race right sure. now because Eric Adams is in the lead and Maya's right behind him and then Kathy Garcia. Right. That's round one. Absentee ballots are not counted yet. Right. So there's still going to be some upticks on, you know, for everyone. Right, right, right. Now, here's the thing. Eric Adams is actually talking as if he has this in the bag. Yeah, he is. And round two has not hit. So we have to wait for round two. But one of the things we need, we're going to touch on today, and Stan is going to speak more about it, is the independent yes. candidates yes. That, or mayoral candidate that will jump in. And one thing I want to say publicly People, please, please, please do not stay home in the general. Exercise your right to vote. I know there's a lot of people that might not like Eric Adams, and that's fine. But we also have a Republican that, you know, the guardian angel guy, Curtis, right? Okay, so him. Now, this independent. So you may have, you know, an option, right? That's going to splinter the vote. Yes. But we have to make sure we vote properly this time and you know because we don't need him to get in but then we're going to wind up with the hillary and uh what's it hillary and um trump thing right Right. that quote they said the lesser two evils right i don't want him some people are going to stay home so 
talk about the do you know anything about the uh, independent be, be, before yeah. you go on mm-hmm. with that um with the we're what we're talking about is kind of like the micro parts of, mm-hmm. of what what the system is mm-hmm. dealing mm-hmm. what we're dealing with right um the big picture really well not really to my perspective mm-hmm. i think new york is kind of like for sale right, right? i think Right now, I think everything is with the housing and stuff like that. Because you said um, not taking money from developers, Private right? Developers, right, right. So, um, so it's like I feel like there is a revamping of New York, and it's all they want you to just live in New York and work elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? So, is do you think that the race is really? Because when you talk about vi- be, being, being viable, viable right. mm-hmm. so you think about the money aspect. Is it that? The person who's going to be picked is the one who's braced with the big idea, this looming big idea right, of, right. of buying New York. Mm-hmm. Well, I think um, the person that, that generally gets to run mm. is the person that takes the developer money. You know, and so in, in developers, if you don't take their money, you don't follow their positions, then they're going to threaten you. And I heard this from an elected official who's been on our show. Um, was very prominent, but I won't put her name out there. But she was telling me personally um, when she found out that I was going to run, that, you know, it's going to be tough for you because developers back who they want, who's going to do their bidding. And if you're not that particular person that's going to do that, then they're going to put their money behind the other just, person. They're going to primary you. You just and, gave and, a clue. And, 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 and that controls politics, you know, because a lot of elected officials are so caught up in being an elected official. Mm-hmm. Maybe not even so much in serving the community, but they get kind of caught up in these titles and they want the power. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you threaten their campaigns to say, I'm going to fund your opponent, that controls them, you know, to the point where they can't come out and speak and, and say the things that they may, that they may want to say. Because of their sponsorships? Because their sponsorships and the money that goes into them and then their endorsements, you know. So mm-hmm. sometimes you put into a box. You know, as an elected official, based on who's who, who's who's supporting you, and um, who's whose money you taking, you know, and that's really what I think is really wrong with politics. You know, it, it kind of pushes all of us, of those who want to run, to chase after the money. Mm-hmm. And then the answer to that, which I don't know if our people have yet got, got the idea of that, we got to support these campaigns from the grassroots level. You know, if we want to fight the developers, that means. All of us have to be given the one, the two, and the three, the four, the five dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, so a campaign like Jocelyn Taylor's gets off the ground, or a campaign like mine gets off the ground. The matching funds system, right? right? So ten dollars, right, the ten dollars. Then you up. can compete, right. you know. But a lot of our people um, don't donate. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I'm just being honest. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of us we don't. You know, we're not right. used to doing it, mm-hmm. um, and therefore it makes it tough to have that grassroots people powered campaign really take hold and it, it makes it it's, it's difficult yeah and also you um i know you spoke about people taking money but there's also packs that get behind candidates right that's right so when the packs get behind you 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 there's nothing you can do about it so if they like you they're not they're, they're doing stuff to help you win like some candidates had trucks with their with their name on it and right. stuff they didn't pay for that but the packs got behind them because this is a candidate they want to see in office right and so you a pack could get behind you there's right. nothing you can do about it you know what i mean you might be like oh man but long as everybody could look at the campaign finance board right. Right. and see who you took money from absolutely, so absolutely. that was that thing. was going to be my next yeah. question right. you can you can is there look. a list of yes. transparency right. where yes. to say who yes. like, you know exactly who your money how right. much yeah so yeah. my question is that so it's kind of like the presidency you know what i'm saying like this is why a lot of people will be kind of disheartened to, to 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 vote because if the big wigs are putting the money behind this person then 
your your agenda is not for me. That's exactly what happened. We get left out the equation. You see some yeah. races where, um, let's say a race in Georgia, mm-hmm. and it's millions and millions and millions of dollars. You know, that goes into like a little local race. Like, why would that happen? You know, but it happens that way. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how money controls and gets involved and, and kind of controls what actually happens in politics. You know, and it's um, it's highly unfortunate. But I, but we all we can call for campaign reform. But to be honest, the newspapers that they show these ads, they make money from it. Yeah. The TV stations who show these commercials, they make money from it. Uh, the ratings, that the, the shows get talking about these shows, they make money from it. So it's, it's a whole money industry within politics. You know, it mm-hmm. makes it very it's difficult for um, that grassroots campaign to break through. But to answer your question, there's a Kathy Rojas is running as an independent, you know, from the PSL, Party for Social okay. Social. Party for Socialist Liberation. Mm-hmm. And uh, she'll be PSL. running against uh, whoever wins. And um, I'm going to tell folks right here, right now, that she's got a shot. You know, I myself mm-hmm. am affiliated with PSL. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm part of that, that organization. Mm-hmm. And I know how yeah. they work. And I know how Justice they, and I know, I, I know what mm-hmm. they do. And they're going to put that, put her out there. And she's going to become, uh, uh, I guess, another route or another lane we can go as mm-hmm. a socialist and mm-hmm. a former teacher. And um, that's somebody I knocked on doors with in mm-hmm. Queensbridge. I've organized with her. I know where her heart is at. You know, she's the real deal. Mm-hmm. And um, don't sleep. So right. Eric or, or Maya or Curtis, Curtis Sleeper, mm-hmm. there's somebody else in this race that's going right. to really bring a different perspective. Right. No money from um, elected officials. Um, a socialist agenda. You know, she's like thinks the rich in this, in this city has um, gotten away with way too much without paying their fair share. Mm-hmm. Um, at a time we're in a pandemic, you know, we're going to need those rich folks to give up more mm-hmm. dollars, you know, and so she's going to bring that, that, that campaign is going to be a different message. Yeah. To know, be so. honest, uh, her, um, her campaign is actually going to be in the spotlight. Right. Literally. Right. Because like I said, if it's, if it's Eric, people are not going to be happy. Right. Definitely. So there's going to be a, it's going to be a splinter in the democratic party. So, and then in the general, you get to vote how you want to vote. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and the independents get to come out full force because they are disenfranchised right. in the primary. Independents cannot vote in the primary. Right. Which is crazy. It's insane. Right. I mean, the rules so, are set up. You yeah. gotta get more signatures as, as an independent. Mm-hmm. Everything is set up against you. Yeah. You know, because they really don't want that independent right. voice to be heard. Yeah. They like the two party system. In New yeah. York it's really a one party system. You run mm-hmm. the primary as a Democrat, you almost assume that that person's gonna win. Right. You know? And so that's not fair. That's, right. that excludes a lot of people you know, from this process. And mm-hmm. I think that's done on purpose. Yeah. So what does this money go to? Let's just say if you're running for whatever it is that, that you're running for and you get like $100 million or something like that, right? So is that like a percentage towards your salary for the next 10 years or something like that? What is that money? How is that money spent? Besides advertisement or whatever, where does that money go? And if you lose, does that money go back to these people or does that money get donated to, to the community? What happens with all that? Because I don't understand that fact that you have to raise money. Right. I don't understand it. I don't know why money has to do with it because if you have two legs, you can talk to your community, like you said, knocking on doors. Right, right. If you do that, then word of mouth, then you... I will vote for the person I can see and touch, right? Right, right, right. So it's like, uh, for example, if a church, a virtual pastor or a pastor, you know, or a bishop who just spoke, and you can actually see the man 
after church outside and talk to him, that person, yeah, I'll vote for you. Right. But these people are, who are on TV, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I don't know the mayor mayor people that, that right. wants, you know, I may sound ignorant. Sorry, but. No, no. Because um, mm-hmm. um, I grew up with a culture where I'm kind of against politics. Is now right. at, at my age now, I'm, I'm kind of accepting it. Right. Um, because I, I first see the ugly side to it. Probably. Right. So. Yeah. I just feel like for the people who who want a change, the people on the ground who are affected who want a change, I think just open your eyes because mm-hmm. I would follow opposite of the money. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Because the money, if you're buying into it, that mm-hmm. means you want something that I have. Right, right. You want to take it away from me and because I'm the one who don't have the money. Right. These people to represent me. Mm-hmm. So if I go against the money, then yeah, I'm going to make change. But then you have the people who are complacent, you know what I'm saying? You have the people who are, are not going to get out their chairs, not going to get out their day seat right. and stuff like that. Um, and you said something great about uh, uh, election reform, right? Right. Uh, voting reform and stuff like that. I, I, I think that should be great. I think the, the advertisement part of it should be different. The, the, um, the run for the race for it should, right. be, should be fought mm-hmm. differently. Right, right. You know? Um, I would add this in. I know money, a lot of people are against, like, candidates, of course, that have money. But you do need money to run a campaign. You right, really you do. You got to pay for your volunteers. You got to pay. You gotta well, pay. no, volunteers are volunteers. Well, volunteers right. But you got a campaign you, manager, right, your right. literature. Like, put it, put it like this. A district race is smaller than a citywide race. Right. A citywide race is impossible. Let's say Stan was running for mayor. It's impossible for Stan to be in every, every borough. At once, right? So, or every borough right. in one day. Like, right. you really got to hit the spots. So, you would need funding for people to, you know, get your lit out, maybe get a commercial and stuff like that. But also, the volunteers is what makes the difference. If you have people that believe in you, they will hit the pavement because right. that, that's who really gets it for you. Is the people that's out there electioneering during the, the election day primary is also the people that are out on the corners passing lit. Right. Sometimes you may see the candidate. Sometimes you don't see the candidate, but you see their face on that literature. And that's very important. So you do need some kind of money to run. I'm not saying you need a lot of money, right. but you do need funding. And I also say this, the Manhattan District Attorney race, Tali Weinstein, yeah, female, she, came out of with she money. put over $8 million of her own money in her campaign. Isn't that amazing? And, and, and almost, I think Alvin Bragg is still winning, but, yes. that, but that just shows But can you, you imagine that? And she's had smear campaigns right. against Alvin Bragg and Dan Court on TV, on these commercials and on these liter- literature. Like, if you don't live in Manhattan, you're not seeing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much like the literature we were getting. But eight, and people actually... I won't say any names of people or organizations, but I seen people that was with her, and I'm like, how? How? Like, what's going on? What's behind that? Why are you a leader, or why are you have this organization, and you're backing this woman that's literally buying her election? Or trying to. Or trying to. to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Like I said, I'm very ignorant. I swore, this is how I swore that these things were going down, right? Let's just say you have five people running for this one seat. Mm-hmm. I thought the government gives everybody twenty thousand dollars. No, and no. you each are start with your own regular. Each start with the same amount of money, 
and the, the best conversationalist well, see, that, win. That would be the kind of campaign reform that we would be talking about. I, where, I swear that's how money, it was. Where money gets out of the way and mm. people can actually get their ideas out. And that's it, why Kalos did the matching funds. Right. He implemented that, which makes anybody viable. Because right. for, t- what is it, $10 is 10 to, 10 to 8 I it's think, a, or 10 to 9 $10 is $90, something like that. Yeah, the matching funds. So every $10 in the increments, is it's matching. I thought it was just a, I thought it was set aside. Nope. Five people, everybody get, you get this amount of money, this amount of this amount of money, go. It's, and if it was like that, mm-hmm. we would have different politics. Right. We would have uh, more real representation, and more people would run. You know, a lot yeah. of people yeah. don't run because they're like, you know what? When you really feel how difficult it is, and I haven't gone through the experience, um, I didn't know how difficult it is until I did it. Right. And it was like, wow, you know, this is why people don't run. You know, yeah. because that pressure. Is on you from the start. How much mm-hmm. money do you got? How much? Right. I mean, that's all you. That's the hardest thing right, to raise money. And if you, that's if you, the hardest thing for a and, and, and uh, if you're a grassroots that's person, that's what I hear first. Raise right. money, right? right. And if you're a grassroots person, you don't have donors that donate. You may be calling mm-hmm. your family and your friends. That's a limited right. list, you know. So right. then you got to go buy information and, and their money doesn't match it. Right. Also with right. the matching funds. So the challenge is really formidable. But I think with Kathy's campaign, see, if you have a political party. So she's going to have the volunteers. They're right. gonna, I'm sure PSL will be bringing people in. She's mm-hmm. going to be coming on our show soon, too. Right, yeah. And so PSL will be bringing in people um, throughout the country. It's a national mm-hmm. campaign. They're a national party. You know, so she's going to have people on the street. You know, so I think this is going to be a chance to, do, to really see something different, where the person may not have... The funding. She's not going to have the millions of dollars. She might, though. You never know. But also, people might invest. But yeah. there are going to be people on the street. And I'll be one of them mm-hmm. uh, knocking on some doors and really getting that message out to say this is what politics should be. Mm-hmm. You know, one on one, where you see the candidate, you see uh, people in your neighborhood mm-hmm. knocking on doors. You don't even see these people. Right. right. You and know, I, I mean, I look at um, the race with um, Evie. Evie, I mean, I just asked 26. 26. That's Was it District right? 26? No, 20, 22, I believe. 22, 22. okay. And uh, she's running against Tiffany Caban. Okay. You know, so Tiffany Caban, you know, ran, and she has a big name. Evie, I see in the community every mm. day. I work with Evie. You right, know, and right. Evie, was, does, she does the work. Feeding, yeah. Um, I Evie really time. didn't see um, Tiffany Caban. You know, I saw, she came to our last meeting that we mm-hmm. had in Astoria, so it was good to see her. Um, I, somebody from a campaign reached out and was like, well, she wants to really work with you guys, and, and that was great. But that's the first time I heard from them. Right. You know, was I see Evie every day, but the money... Even in progressive politics, went to Tiffany. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody just ran and rushed to her, all the establishment folks, and um, it sort of it just makes it tough, you know, for right. that real, true, grassroots person to break through to really yeah. have a shot. It's just very difficult. And what's amazing? Sorry, sorry. What, real quick. What's amazing is too with the independents. You know, there's a great amount of independents in the city. So not just with the PSL, but the independents will have a candidate right. they can get by. Absolutely, get behind rather, and that's what's going to make a big difference. So, um, Eric, don't be celebrating because round two is coming and. And whoever it is, an independent's coming in too, so already in. But right. they'll they'll be in the spotlight for real. Go ahead. Go ahead. Shout, shout out to the uh, chat room. Mm-hmm. Gary says uh, her husband is a billionaire, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Tally, shout out yeah. to uh, Brenda Temple. Says mm-hmm. Brenda, what's going on, Brenda? Hey, Brenda. Um, yeah, this- Eleanor Bumpers was watching too early. I don't know if she's still on, but okay. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I wanted to know that. These elections happen, what, every eight years? 
right? Or mm-hmm. well, the locals, every, it's different. The um, general, I guess, uh, uh, presidential elections every four years. Four These years. local elections, sometimes in two years, every three years. You know, City you council is usually four, right? But because of the census, it's two. It's two years. So okay. the people that's running for city council now will be running again. In two years. Right. I think the same thing goes for Congress as well. Like, you're always having a campaign. Right. And it's always this this pressure. Yeah, Maloney just won. Yeah, she's running again. She got to run again. Yeah, and people don't really pay attention to these local elections. People don't vote. Mm -hmm. I know in my neighborhood, when I went out to vote, I I was shocked at how little people were voting. You know, Mm -hmm. there were no lines out there. I mean, I know it rained that day and everything else, but they count on that. They yeah. literally count on people yeah. staying home. Mm-hmm. They know it's a small little mm-hmm. demographic of people that vote. Right. And if you could spend your money mm-hmm. in that little group, then you can actually win an election without mm-hmm. really having anything to do with the community as far as representing the community is concerned. But I'll say also early voting made a difference because we had several days over a week, I believe, a week and a day because it started on a Saturday and it ended on a Sunday. Right. So, so we had, I voted on you know, early voting. I voted on Juneteenth, which was significant to me. But a lot of people were able to go out and vote early. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, it's shortened the lines, you know, because when I went out at 540, it was one person online. Right. And by the time the polls opened, which was about 610, which they were late, that's a problem. It was only seven people online. So usually, you know, and this is not, this is a primary, so it's less. Right. But still, to the early voting in New York and when they make it, you know, throughout different cities that do it in the country, is very beneficial to the people. Because if you can vote on a weekend, like, why not? Right, right. right. You off work, you know, let's, let's go vote. Let's, let's all get together and go vote. You know, and then the absentee ballot also came, came in the part. My son lives in Rochester, but when he came home for the week, for a week, he voted absentee ballot. So his ballot was mailed off, but it's not counted yet. So the absentee ballot, the um, early voting made a difference because the early voting's already tallied. Right. You know, so this is this is a difference. And, and I didn't see a lot of people at my polls, like, because a lot of people voted early well, I, or I hope, absentee. Right, I hope that's the case. But yeah. we, we got to... We got to get involved. I think people are not voting because they feel there's nothing to vote for. Mm. I know that, in my that's, community, that's, that's what yeah. I've heard. They're like, mm. you know what? I, I don't even know 90% of these, these right. um, officials, people running. Yeah. And what do they stand for? And, mm. I'm, and most of them are very, are very skeptical and cynical. Mm. Like, you know, I just don't want to vote. You right. know, there's nothing to vote for. You know, mm. and that's why the the people that do vote are so little. Right. And, and that kind of, it's kind of messed up because we all get represented by mm. these elected officials. Right. And very few people are actually really voting. And, yeah. it, and it's, it's a shame. And I think with us, with one night, I'm not even to say think. I know with one night, show what we did early on, we bought our first mayoral candidate on, which was Jocelyn Taylor, Joycelyn Taylor. We had her on. You know, we actually brought candidates on that were running in different races. Absolutely. You know, and gave our viewership a look and to know what these elected officials do. Right. We also had elected officials on. We had a council council member, city council member Ben Kalos, who was running for Manhattan Borough President. We had Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney on. We had Senator. Mercedes Narcisse from right. Flappers. But um, we had Senator. But I'm speaking of people that right. we also had people that are in office right. as well. Right. You know, we had Senator Chuck Schumer, you know, on. So we brought to our viewership mm-hmm. people and it gave you a bird's eye view to really prick your hearts to get into politics. Because right. you know what? The president and what he does in his cabinet, it matters to a degree. But it's your local politics that really Absolutely. impact you. Absolutely. My question is, what are, be, what are being said to these people? Because I asked a question on um, my pe- 
Me hinted my people, right? It was mm-hmm. another one of our wonderful shows here. Um, ask the question, is one night you're worth saving, right? Right. It's not one night. Mm-hmm. Is the, 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 the housing authority or right. worth saving? Mm-hmm. And it brought out, you know, she was passionate about it. She, that, right. Yes, it is worth saving. So right. um, my question is, what is being said to these people? Do they understand that voting equals you keeping your home? No, because well, they they're, they're buying these places, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right. And I actually, I, I have friends who have um, fathers, you know, family members who are in developing uh, um, um, businesses, mm-hmm. and they're saying it's over. They're saying it's over. New York, can, you, you, we can talk all our talk, vote all our vote. You know, the 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 um, it's over. They they're taking the projects back. They're making it to whatever they want to make it, right. and it's done. And so it prompted me to ask that question, mm-hmm. right? Because if I am being threatened with my domain. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do whatever I have to do to save it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, I understand. If you don't have a connection with a person, you won't vote. Right. Like, for example, I, I'm sh- in my heart, 50% of people who voted for Obama was just because he's black. Right. You well, know, sure. Not, sure. It was, it's an emotional vote, not really a cognitive vote. Right. right. So I think these people, they have nobody to, 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 to resonate. Right. There's nobody to, to talk to them or speak to them. You know, there's not a lot of local platforms like this mm. for them to speak, uh, for them to uh, be exposed to right, these people, right? right? Right. But if they understand that, hey, they're buying this building, they're buying this whole complex, right. and if you don't vote, yeah. you're out. Right. Right. You're out. Yeah. Right. Right. And nobody can save you. You know. Right. And if they don't, I feel I think is that fear that's not looming yet, mm-hmm. and it's made hopefully uh, not hopefully but. I hope it doesn't happen that way. I hope mm-hmm. it's not too late for these people where right. the developers are coming in and, hey, you know, you have eight months left and now you have mm-hmm. to scream and beg or oh, the government don't listen. But the government gave you a chance to speak. Right. 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 Yeah. I mean, I've been in a fight since 2015 when Enfield came. Enfill is a proposal that came to Holmes Towers and we organized. And that fought, that fight took over four years and we won it. But. Everybody has not had success with right, fighting right. and pushing it back, uh, back against infill. I will also say, although a lot of NYCHA residents hear about Rad Pack, the Blueprint, infill, and so forth. Who, if are, it has who a, are those if people? It, I don't know where they are. No, I'm just saying different residents throughout the throughout the city, right? right? Like they live in public housing. If it hasn't well, knocked on your door. In the field, I don't right. know who that, okay. that's, that's so the privatization different, different privatization that, that's, that's what they forms call of privatization. These privatization I'm sorry. Schemes. So people right. who wants to buy it. Right, right. That's, well, that's, they, they want to, um, like, you know, privatize it. So, but the residents actually are not, if it, if it hasn't came to your door, mm-hmm. you, you, you don't really care. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some of them don't care. I can't speak for all residents. But if it hasn't, you get activated when something impacts you directly. So until they come knocking on your door or your door and telling you this is going to happen, people just sit back. Like there's developments that I had no idea in Queens that was privatized. You know what I mean? When they were trying to do infill in 2015, 2016, we were asking them because it was 40 developments that um, the city of New York, the mayor's office had identified that they were going to do infill in. We asked for that list. We didn't get that list because they knew we would get people boots on the ground to help organize right, the right, residents. Right, right. So they like to creep up on you, mm. right? That's exactly what they do. Go ahead. That's exactly what I mean. And going, um, I guess, looking at what happened in the story and just talking to the community and the residents, uh, you hear 
a lot of different things. I've heard people say, well, I don't care. Right. Uh, they could privatize it. I've heard that. And I was like, okay, well, let's get into a conversation. You got to educate them right. as to what that right. means. And then you hear some who say... Uh, and what does that mean, Stan? What I mean, be privatizing? That means they're mm-hmm. going to be kicked out. It's like, listen, if, I mean, you need to understand that we fought, um, all of us coalitions fought, mm-hmm. and we was able to get the state assembly, which is where this is going to be made. The state assembly is going to decide if the blueprint moves forward. So we, we spoke to folks and said, okay, we had a, a victory, and we got it put on pause, which is great. You know, but they're going to come back in the fall, you know, even stronger because mm-hmm. they feel like, okay, now the residents are becoming a little organized, so we got to go even harder. And so a lot of folks really don't understand the fight that they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't understand how real it is. Some people think it's still like a rumor, you know, but as we're bringing information to them, mm-hmm. I was glad to see some people really waking up to say, you know what, um, we got to do something. And they're not getting the information from the resident council president, mm-hmm. you know, which I also think is by design. You know, to keep people, you know, not knowing, mm-hmm. you know, until it's too late, you know. So yeah. these community meetings that we're going to be having, and I guess other organizations will be having too, is bringing the information to them. And then once they hear what it is, and they make a common sense decision, the blueprint is really a long, it's a real estate deal. And so if these people uh, get finance from bonds, or if they um, get a loan from a, a private institution, mm-hmm. and they don't pay that, that loan back, just like a house. If you don't pay off mm-hmm. your mortgage, they will foreclose on you. You know, so when you talk to people in these terms, like, this is what can happen to you. Mm-hmm. And um, then they kind of get it. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know what, this is no longer a game. It's not a rumor. They've been right. talking about privatizing the projects since I public lived housing. in <laughs> since I, Public housing. Since mm-hmm. I lived there in Lafayette Gardens 40, mm-hmm. 40, 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are just apathetic. They right. say, you know what, it ain't going to happen. Right. But we want, we're here to let you know that it's very real and it's on the table mm-hmm. and it's and if you don't fight like it's your your life you know right. then they are going to come and take your development right. and they're doing it now under the radar i'll be hearing development i think we heard jamaica houses don't know how true it is you mm-hmm. know but we heard a portion of that was sold you know and these are things that, that are not even look into that the, yeah look into that yeah. yeah it's not even on the radar you right. know so how are all these things happening you know are they offering these regular residents you know something like if I'm coming to privatize your building, do you get first dibs on your own apartment? That's not happening. Oh, it's just it's get out because I'm it's revamping it's, everything. It's, 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 well, it's not necessarily that you got to get out. Your protections change under the privatization. Right. So that's that's one bad part. And with RAD, we could use Ocean Bay, how the eviction rate was just loomed. You know, um, when if they were still under public housing under NYCHA, they probably a great percentage of those people would still have their homes. And, you know, it's a different lease. You know, you have a different management company, and the management companies are no good, right. and they're not getting their repairs. So already, right. NYCHA's already complaining about okay. there's okay. no repairs. So then okay. you get something like Wavecrest or any other of these, uh, pri- what is it, the management courts right. Right. that don't mm. do much or nothing. Slumlords. Yeah. They're, worse, they're, they're as bad as right. NYCHA. And then we yeah. lose power. Instead of right. having right. 600 or 700,000 residents right. together, right. now it's private. You're all broken up now. Right. You know, so you don't have so the, the number same- Windows. Right, you don't have right. the same power base. And right. I think they understand the power that NYCHA can have. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that uh, that's why we was able to force these mayors and kind of all these people that are running to talk about it on this show because I believe that they know that they got to talk to this, this big, powerful group of people. Right. You know, but when you privatize it and now it becomes a, a separated group of people, that power is gone. Right. You know, and now, now what do you think will happen to you right. at that particular point? Right. 
Because I remember with the infill proposal at Homes and the lease agreement, one time it was 99 years, they were going to build a 40-story, then a 50-story built. They didn't even know what they wanted to do, but they did know they wanted to take a playground away. And we had just maybe a couple of years prior, there was a crane that collapsed on the Upper East Side. And, yes. you know, people, a um, few people died, some people were displaced. And all we could think about was a crane being in the midst of our development because they, they found a site they were going to take away a playground. Like, you really going to do this? Because once you break ground, you're going to make the plat the uh, what's that called? The foundation. You're going to destabilize right, it. Right, absolutely. So in any crack or anything in a building, you got to go. I mean, they're going to move you out. And that's what, you know, that was one of our biggest fears as, as well as, you know, losing our sunlight, you know, the congestion and, and everything else. And then they had it at a, at a point, it was a 70-30, then they went to, when I say 70-30, 70% market rate, 30% affordable, affordable for who. Right. Then they went to a 40-60. They, they were just playing around with numbers. But it was just, a, it was a big old scam. And then the developer, call him out, Fetner. He actually donated to de Blasio's campaign, and he actually got that contract to, to do it. You know what I'm saying? So it's the devil's always mm-hmm. in the details. Absolutely. You know, but we were able to expose you that. You the money, you know yeah. what the corruption is. Yeah. Right, right. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Go opposite of the money, people. Yeah. Go opposite <laughs> of the money. That's yeah. right. And get out yeah. there and support Kathy Rojas and any other independent mm-hmm. um, uh, candidate in this um, upcoming general election. And let's do something different. You know, we got to break this two-party system, you know, don't be afraid of the word socialism. That's what, that's what they're going to use against her, which is a socialist, you know. <laughs> but, you know, end of the day, um, these are good social policies, you know. So whether you call it socialism or this or that, you know, don't, don't get fooled by that. You know, give the person a chance mm. to explain their platform. And mm. I guarantee if you hear what she's for, you know, mm. that you're going to you're going to be in agreement with a lot of that stuff. You know? Will you be endorsing her, Dan? Uh, Stan? Well, say Dan? I'm, 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 I'm supporting Kathy. <laughs> okay, yeah. So support. she, she's right. got my full support, my full okay. endorsement. You know, right. um, okay. I can't really, you know, I, I, I can't whatever. You know, I'm from Brooklyn, mm. you know, um, and I know there were some questions about whether or not Eric lives in Bed-Stuy. I or grew, Jersey. I grew, I grew up in Bed-Stuy. Or Jersey. Or Jersey. And I'm telling you, if Eric lived in, in Bed-Stuy, a guy from Bed-Stuy would know. And mm. people in Bed-Stuy would know. Mm. I mean, nobody in Bed-Stuy that I know Said they seen Eric walking down the street ever anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you what people in Best Star talking about. So what it. you trying to say? He live in Jersey. I, 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 he live saying, across the river, I, huh? I'm, I'm from Best Star, and so I know a bunch. They of said the house looks staged. Right? And so if Eric was known in, in the community, people would say, "Well, I see him going to the store." Well, I saw him. Um, I don't hear that talk. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I was saying it, but I don't hear that, that Eric is in Best Star. You know, I just, I just don't. They even looked into this is the this is the funniest thing. I was reading an article. They looked into the transaction of his Easy Pass. So what? It doesn't have to be his car. He's somebody's driving him. He's a borough president. Right. Somebody could be driving him. Right. It's like, oh, he only went back and forth to Jersey about eight or nine times. I'm paraphrasing. I don't know what it said, but right. it was a little bit like really. Yeah, come if on. it's if it's his easy pass and if he's actually living in Jersey and, and commuting back and forth to do his campaign and, and, and Brooklyn borough president duties. He is not using his easy pass. He's a former member of service, a captain. He knows how things in Big Brother watches. He's not crazy. Right. So that was one of the things that they were able to refute. Like, oh, because of his easy pass, he only made a f- No. Well, no. I know. Well, I mean, shouts out to Eleanor Bumpers. Yes. 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 Eleanor. 
Yes. So I mean, I think I think it's going to be very interesting uh, when all these things come out. You know, I think he was able to get around this stuff a little bit um, in this election. You know, but in the general election, uh, there'll be more questions asked, mm-hmm. and um, and that's going to be one of the questions that he has to ask. I mean, do you even live here? You know, mm-hmm. number one. You know, and yeah. then um, beyond that, your policies. You know, to be perfectly honest, you know, again, I, I'm, I'm fun booking. I live in Queens now, <laughs> but I can't really recall a whole, a, whole, a whole lot that Eric has said. Mm-hmm. You know, over the last few years when he sat in that position. You know, so you know when you had the platform. You know, like when we talk about public housing. I mean, I didn't really hear Eric say anything about public housing. You know, he may have said some things during the can't do in the debates mm-hmm. or whatever, but all out throughout the years mm-hmm. when this was all happening, he was very silent, you know, and I did see him with um, Donovan Richards too, oh, out, wow. out, out in Ocean Bay when mm-hmm. it was privatized. He was on that stage talking too, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't know if you could say you're against privatization, but you're hanging out with Donovan, who's, um, who's a, the czar of privatization <laughs> here, in, you know, here in New York, one right. of them, who's trying to sell it to various mm-hmm. developments, so. Funny thing with Eric Adams, when I was on Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney's caucus um, with the mayoral candidates, I asked him a question. I asked him two questions. And one of my problems is I asked him two questions and he answered only one and it was so lengthy. I asked him about, you know, the issue with the homelessness in New York City. How would he eradicate that? And I also asked him, was he for, you know, or not against privatization? He never answered that because he stayed on the one question so long. So, I mean, I know there's been other debates and, you know, people probably don't heard him, hopefully for the record, say he isn't. But, you know, they could say whatever they want to get in. And to get out for it. You know, yeah. And, and I know on one forum, when he was asked a question, he suddenly had to leave. You know, right? as, soon, as, soon, as soon as the question was asked, he, um, he oh, had to Eric. go. Oh, Eric. You know, so. He I had mean, to pee, people. Yeah, he, he had, had to, to pee. He was on Zoom. And he, had to, he had to go. He had another meeting to go to, you know. So, but if you're on a forum, you know, you should be on there like everybody else for mm-hmm. the whole entire forum. Right. But he just had to happen to leave, you know, when the question of privatization came mm-hmm. up. So. I'm skeptical. Right. You know, NYCHA residents, you need to be paying really close attention, yeah. you know, to, to what's yeah. happening, you know, because like that your next life mayor, depends on it. That next mayor is going to have a big, big say yeah. so in what's going to happen to our developments, you know, whether they go private or not, you know, and um, we need to know where they stand. And mm-hmm. they, we can't allow them to duck the issue. Right. And I know Kathy is going to make sure that that mm-hmm. issue gets stays on the front burner. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of what is your position? Well, I know we'll have her on soon, right. so we're gonna let her speak her talk, yeah, right? right? right. So <laughs> she'll be on soon, and, and that's gonna be great. I'm not cutting you off, but we're, I I just can't wait for her to like you know be on her own platform talking with us here on one night show on this platform. But right. her and that's in this seat probably one of our seats she'll be in or zooming in however she prefers. But so you know our viewership. Um, can really hear from her. But let's jump into, I know we got to go soon, public advocate. So <laughs> yeah, uh, well. we, it don't seem like uh, Jamani did any campaigning. I, to be honest, I did not get any literature, maybe one, maybe one from him. He yeah. wasn't really campaigning. Like he had this in the bag. You know, yeah. remember we had Theo on here, yeah. which was Theo's show was yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Anybody want to watch a funny show? That funny. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah, were laughing. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, who you else was in the race? Have, Herbert, um, Tony Herbert was in the he, race. Theo said he's going to have. Um, <laughs> He said he's going to have uh, Jemani work for him or something yeah, like that. Yeah. He said, Steel's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, he was Yeah, yeah Jemani didn't really campaign. Yeah. yeah you know, no. he got the big endorsements. Yeah. You know, like the big name people came out for him. And I know Tony Herbert, man, from Brooklyn. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
Didn't quite make it, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. He, he, I yeah, guess he so, saw, yeah, he saw it right in. Like, yeah. I, and I'm like, wow, you didn't even campaign, dude. Like, like and he don't, and, and, he, didn't, he didn't campaign, and he no, not really. And, he, and he's done nothing for NYCHA. Mm-hmm. I'm just put on the record, mm-hmm. you know, he's a part of that commission, yeah, um, in Fulton Houses where mm-hmm. a lot of elected officials came together, the working group, the working mm-hmm. group, you know, they yeah. did not include any NYCHA residents on it, you know, and you got these elected officials mm-hmm. speaking for NYCHA residents and, and speaking right. on what's going to actually happen, you know, and yet when, when you call his office and try to get to him. You know, I've called his office. I, mean, I never get to him. You get to the mm-hmm. staff people. His deputy. And, and they're, they're, they're decent to work with. But, yeah. you know, you need the public advocate. You know, to be if he was in this fight, uh, front and center, against privatization, mm-hmm. that brings the news meetings. Where As he a goes, former housing right, right. organizer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, but he's not. You know, and, um, and we got to say it as it is. You mm-hmm. know, um, he's not been, as yeah. far as I can see, on our side of fight. Well, he looks like he made it in, so, and if he doesn't get, um, you know, what's it, during the general election, somebody jump in, he'll be in there. Right. So, so is these developers what we can consider what the NRA is to the presidency? <laughs> More or less, yeah. Because mm-hmm. because they know that they, that they, like the NRA, they do the same thing. Right. They have a lot of money, and they can say, well, I'm going to give you this or that, or I'm going to primary you. And if you're really mm-hmm. not, if you're not a principal person and you're just in office to be in office, then that threatens your existence, you know, and so they control you. And that's exactly what these developers are doing. They, they control. Do they really control you? Can't you just take their money and run? Like you, you, Come this, on now, this, talk this about is, it. This is a, like you, a, a donation, you right? You don't have to be okay, beholden. But then, but you then, are right about but that. Then I'll ask you, I'll right. think the question would be then, what happens in the next election? Mm. So you may you may get the money. I know me and Sanjay had we, this we, we We differ we got, a little bit on so, it. Because so, I'm so, like, if I run, so, you know. Yeah, hey, it's my money. But, 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 you, but, you but if you take that money, and then you got to run again. This is a new thing, though. This is a new Jack Swing thing. Then you're going to have to... This is the thing that a lot of people are saying. Um, maybe because people have been beholden. But you can, like you said, you can take money from whoever if you want and not owe them anything, right? It's right. a donation. But that's a more that's an individual issue. Like Stan and I always, I'm like, well, because I know I was somewhere, we was at Astoria in the in yeah, well, near they, Astoria they, they houses. Would, uh, and they were coming on they were getting on Cal and Maloney and I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, she's with the people. Like she's, you know, she's been there. Right. You know, it's my congresswoman. Like, you know, they, because she takes money or whatever. How she takes money? That's her business. She's an OG. She's been doing this, you right. know. And I'm not saying OG in a disrespectful way. Yeah, like, of course, of uh, Lesser, her press secretary, calls her OG, original gangster. So, you know, but yeah, it's to each his own. Right. But I, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. But I get what you're saying too. Like. It is what it is. Yeah, but like, yeah, oh yeah, of course. I'm with development. Uh huh. Give me the money. Yeah, and then take it and run. Right. The question would be if you win that mm-hmm. way, right? And then you got to run again. And then mm-hmm. now you're gonna need money again. And but so what that, if the person took the money? Let's say Jeff was running and right. Jeff took the money, but Jeff Jeff didn't do any favors for that developer. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. He didn't show. He didn't show no favoritism. He didn't help him get any things uh, through the EULA process and all of that. You know, building and all of that stuff. You know, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't work anything for him. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll then, take the then, money then and, I, and groom a person that's in my office for the next one. But okay, they they hate me now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But hide here. I'll make you work this work, and then two years you take it. Right. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, I'm just gonna. I'm on the record for myself. Is that I am gonna run again, you know, and um, yeah. I will and never, as you should, and I will not take any money, yeah. any money from no developers uh, mm-hmm. for myself, right? Right. You know, as I believe that the people have to step up now and mm-hmm. say, you know what, if we don't want that that guy to be compromised, 
then we got to give our one dollars and our two dollars and mm -hmm. our five dollars, and we got to really invest in these campaigns. You need for ten dollars really, for matching funds. Ten dollars for matching funds, but right. really. Get involved, you know, mm -hmm. so that so that you give the candidate the option not to take this money. Mm -hmm. You know, that's because, what it's because, about. Because mm -hmm. you can get it from the people. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, until we do that, until we do that, then we're not gonna have any different type of politics. It's gonna be the same old, same old. You know, so we have a chance with Kathy's campaign mm -hmm. to show something different. I'm asking folks when she comes on and you hear her platform and, and if mm -hmm. it resonates with you, mm -hmm. get behind that particular platform right. and, and invest in it. Mm -hmm. You know, and really and really support it, you know, so we can have her be quote unquote viable right out the bat. And if she's viable and she presents a different picture of politics, and I think that make, that makes the city better. Mm. And that will make Eric or whoever wins move further to the left. I mean, because mm. now you got to deal with uh, this other person that's actually being listened to and heard. Her ears probably burning today. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> I, I would love to design one of these flyers for, for the campaigns. Mm -hmm. I would just say, hey, would you save you? Mm. You right. know, no. and put right. you put your apartment number behind you know bars or something. Right. Would mm. you save you? Right, mm. absolutely. You know, because the fat cats are coming, and if I if I see this, I'm like, wow, you know. Or I say, I'll say your 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 rent is potentially to skyrocket two thousand percent. You mm. know, and and put you know how they used to send a, a advertisement, but they will send like a you you should pay. Uh, $190 But under it says This is not a bill Right I right. would send a fake lease Right <laughs> Right It'll look like a lease A mock-up lease Hey You know Your next rent could be 2000 a month Right mm -hmm. Right Unless you do, 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 do. You know what I'm saying Right And if it looks like your lease You're gonna pay attention to it Right We sent out We sent out some powerful flies You know but, Scare um, the people We we um we, asked, we were told The resident council president said This is one in, um, in Ravensville Right Where you live um, she was like, well, we don't like you. You're, you're scaring the residents. You're mm. telling the residents that they're going to be kicked out. You know, in all reality, you have to scare them. You got to yeah. scare them to scare them to make to make them aware that this is not a game. You know, so if we got to shock you into paying attention. Then that's what we have to do, you know, because they're banking on folks being lulled to sleep. But you also doing, you also pro provided them evidence also right, right, right so right. you know something that has already occurred that can possibly happen to you right, like so you. right yeah so yeah, yeah with that said make a cartoon you said mm. how you have uh, lewis did look, something look, look, before look, I think. look at mike's uh, uh, uh t-shirt you see right. how it has little comic books at uh, the first frame, I'll, I'll put a nice family, nice white people family, and they're reading a newspaper. <laughs> and in the next frame, the little girl will be like, hey, daddy, what are you reading? Illustration. And they say, oh, I, I, I think we should buy a condo in the pink houses. Mm. But dad, is that a development? Not, not anymore. Right. Mm. You know, right. we can buy apartments 16, 17, and 18F, you know? Mm. Then yeah. the people, that would, I would feel kind of disrespected. Right, and I'd be like, no, hell no, you're not gonna take this away, from right? Me. You know, right, right. Like, like they have propaganda, right. right? Stuff that's that's powerful and that's gonna scare the people. Because mm -hmm. if you're not scared enough, you're not gonna move. Right, yeah. right, right. Shout right. out to Renee Simone. Power is addictive. They keep absolutely. taking. They right. keep taking. Right, right. Give her right. a hand clap. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it depends really on what you want for office mm -hmm. for. You know, yeah. for myself, I mean, if I win. Or when I win, I don't think I'm. I'm not to be a career politician, you know. Mm -hmm. So if you in it for that, mm 
mm-hmm. um, then you then you can be controlled. But if you're really in it to help the people, mm-hmm. you do your one term or so. You know, you've done what you've done. You move on, and you're not you're not addicted to it. Some of them are career but some of them, but some of them get addicted to it. Yeah, yeah. they get addicted to the perks. They run. Um, they get addicted to the, the attention, the language, the language, yeah. their name. You know, um, being right. out there, people looking up to them, right. and they don't want to give it up. Right. They yeah. just stuck in that position. Yeah. Cause like from this one to that one to this one. Gail Brewer, Manhattan Borough President, knew she was terming out. She ran for her old city council seat, so she's still in. She's still in the game. So hey, some that of double them, Dutch. That's so, the, yeah. I right. mean, it's chestnut checkers, people. And yeah. I want to make something clear. I said a white family, right? I'm not trying to, you know, talk oh. about white people. Right. I just, I just want to give a thought provoking visual on how, on the outside, it may look because. Right. Gentrification is a real thing. I didn't think it was a real thing until my neighborhood where my mom lived has been Mm -hmm. gentrified. Mm -hmm. Right. And when I mean gentrification, they bought their crackheads too. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like that means it's fully integrated. Right. Right. The whole echelon, the people Mm -hmm. who make money and the people who don't. Right. Everybody's in the neighborhood now. Right. So what are you competing with? Right. Right. You can't even compete for the streets. Where are you going? Right. In Bed Stuy, where I grew up, I mean, it's amazing. I I was actually um, watching. Is that even called Bed Stuy anymore? Everybody, I think I come up what with is it called now? I heard this. I, I like I work in emergency <laughs> services, and I was uh, in the hospital one day triaging a patient, and I had a young lady behind me. You know, sometimes they usher us like lines, right? Right. And she was in a stretcher behind me, and this lady came from money. You see, see her shoes, you know, red bottoms, nice purse. Mm-hmm. And um, I heard her husband talking about, oh, you know, they're doing big things in Brooklyn. This is when the Barclays Center had was here a, right, a, a, right. a year, right? right? And which I think Marty Markowitz sold, you know, I'll say it again on air, right? Mm. Um, So, uh, and she (laughs) said, oh, Brooklyn. Oh, I've heard of Brooklyn. I heard it's called New Brooklyn now. I think there's some interesting things are going down there. I may take a visit. Like, what do you mean may take a visit? We're across the bridge. Right. Mm. You know, you're talking to us like we're this foreign land that now has some interest. Absolutely. And to call it New Brooklyn? Right. No, it's, um, Mm. I mean, I I saw in the park where we used to be only black folks playing ball. It was a bunch of white kids playing. Mm. And there was not a black kid in that park playing ball across the street from Lafayette Gardens in Bed-Stuy. So 20 years ago, that would have been unheard of. You know, like it could never even possibly happen. And now that's what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's, it's a shame. But the Lafayette Gardens stayed the same, right? Everywhere else is gentrified. Mm -hmm. But right there in that development is one of the worst, yet still Mm -hmm. in the city. And um, it's a shame. It's a shame. It really is. A lot of people don't look at also with the gentrification is... What you pay for in your local store or your supermarket, the prices go up. Right. Gentrification. That's a huge difference. That means you have to travel further or you got to spend more right where you used to buy your groceries at. Right. Out of East Flatbush where, you know, I live, there's this place called MedFood, right? Mm, Okay. MedFood, you can go there all the time. My mother no longer goes to MedFood. Because it has Prices. an organic section now, right? right? <laughs> and the organic section Sorry. is overpriced. Way overpriced. A gallon of milk is seven, eight dollars. Yes, right. that's right. Where I remember a gallon of milk used to be five the most. Right. 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 And it's the same milk, people. Right. You know? And it, it's it's disgusting. Yeah. And I wanna say another thing too. Like I went to college for architecture. Okay. And I wanna say this, right? And also working in, in emergency services, I go to all these high rises in the building, in, in, in the city. Right. All the ones that look like glass and stuff like that. Right. Concierge, the, the, the mm. lobby looks beautiful, right. right? But I mean, all the steps, right? 
all the, the steps I and mean, all the elevators. Right. People, it's only glass. If you look at, and, and this is good tie into what we're talking about. If you look at the, the if you take off all the glass, mm. the guts are designed the same as the projects. Right. The staircase are the same. Right. The, the structure is the same. Right. So, of course, they want to take the projects because all you got to do is just reface the bricks. Mm-hmm. The guts right. is the same thing right. and reface the lobby. So, it's going to cost me to take a building and reface it. Maybe cost me a couple of hundred thousand dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. Where I could make it look brand new. But the guts are the same thing. If you're paying three fifty or three thousand five hundred, you're living right. in the same type of building, mm-hmm. right. glass, and you're probably near the water or a train station right. Right. that that drives up the market. So right. people, please, like, don't think people are better than you because they live somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you don't have, even if you have a a a, a, a doorman, mm-hmm. a doorman doesn't make the building, you know, right. you know, more safe or mm-hmm. anything like that. Right. Right. If right. you come in with a gun, doorman is gone. Right. right. All right. right. <laughs> doorman is gone. Fact. Right. I've, I've been in, in, in a rich building right across the street from Fifth Avenue um, Apple, mm-hmm. right? And I see some people run up in that building. Right. What was the doorman? Outside. Right, right. All right? Right. So right. please, not saying yeah. that, you know, things can happen everywhere, but don't think that you're going to live, you're going to be kicked out of, you know, your housing development and think you're going to go somewhere else and it's going to be better or mm-hmm. stuff like that. You have to make yours better. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to make where you are better. You know, mm-hmm. um, the young lady, uh, Claudia from My People Mihente, she says, listen, you've, you've been here 20 years, 30 years, two generations passed in your apartment. That's your place. Right. That's, is your, that's your apartment. You technically own it. Right. So fight for it. Right. If generations are going to come after it because right. they're going to take your development, they're going to take your home, and they're going to take the schools next. Right, right. All right? Right, right, right. And I always remind people that public housing residents are the income. The income is not a one fit. Like, Absolutely you not. Know, there are people that are retired. There are people that are on public assistance. There are people that are working. There are people that are that have really good jobs, either six figures or close to six figures. There, Don't yeah. get right. it twisted. Right. You know, it's thirty percent of the of the income. And as I like to say, no roommate needed. Right. You know, and I never forget when I met Josh Jason Taylor, um, and right before the pandemic, her and her team came because then I right, introduced right, right. you Absolutely. to her. She wound up going to. Um, Queensbridge and hanging out with Stan and met Sugar Ray that right. fully like Sugar Ray went Sugar hard Ray, for her. Know, Sugar Ray, yeah, Sugar, Sugar Ray, Ray yeah. shout out. But you know, we were talking, we were sitting at the table with my team and her team and we were talking about what if we could own our own apartments. And I was interested in that conversation and you know, some people really don't see it like they, they go, oh, here? You know, in public housing? Yeah. Because somebody else won it. You right, know, yeah. they, right, they right. want it because it, if if we could fix up our own apartments and own it, of course, you know, because, yes, if you've if you've lived there at least 10 years or so, depending on what you're paying rent, right. you done paid mortgage. If you live in there 20 or 30, you done paid probably for two or three houses. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? Like yes. and this should be a longevity incentive. Right. Along, right. But no, it's, it's, it's a money pile yeah. and stuff like that. And plus, we have to take care of our neighborhoods. Yeah. Like you said, there are people who want this spot. Right. Right? And don't look down at projects because I, I drive past them all the time. And I know when a project has affluent people in it and when it don't, just look at the cars. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. right. The parking lots, every single parking spot 
is taking. Right. Mm-hmm. And they have nice cars. But big they're cars. They're taking the parking SUVs. lots now, too. Yeah, right. they're taking it. So there's yeah. nice yeah. cars in front mm-hmm. of the PJs. People mm-hmm. don't get it twisted. Yeah. Public housing, yep. So when it's sure. good, it tastes good, and they mm-hmm. see it tastes good, and they're going to take it right from under you. So yeah. fight, 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 fight for your lives, fight for your family, fight for the next generation. Fight for the future. Yeah. Right. You know? Fight for your neighborhood. Keep public housing public. Yeah. Any closing remarks? Stan. Well, I'm going to kick it over to Mike because Mike's been quiet over Okay. There. <laughs> what's, your, what's, your, what's, your, what's your closing, closing remarks? What's your, what what's you your, got to say? Then we'll jump to Stan. Well, like I usually like to say at the end of the show is let everybody know that they need to subscribe to One Night Your TV on YouTube. Okay. All right. That's right. That's One right. Night Your TV. Well, you know, I had a good. Smooth week with my son, so you know I'm over here. Just Call you Mike Smooth. I'm relaxing. Money Mike. Money Mike. Mike Smooth. Doing the dad thing. Smooth. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. What about you, Stan? What's on your horizon? I'm gonna enjoy my vacation, so I'm gonna yes. do some relaxing. But actually, doing some planning. You know, a week so or not, two. What you got? A week or two. And, uh, I'm, I'm back on July 8th, I think. Oh, you know, so, so it's like, like two weeks. Yeah. So, I'm, uh, but I'm gonna be planning. You okay. know, even though I'm not working, I'm gonna be meeting with um, Sugar Ray. Mm-hmm. And the other young brother from Astoria Houses to try to get those two guys together and um, try to use some hip-hop and some music to bring the youth together because I'm mm-hmm. hearing so much about these gang fights and if you live in Astoria, you can't go to Queensbridge. If you live in Queensbridge, wow. you can't go to Ravenswood. And, um, and, and, and so we can't get these young people together because there's so much gang violence in these developments that, 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 that's been going on for, for like years. So I want to see if we can um, find ways to use music and things like that mm. to get these young people together so we can kind of squash these beefs and then get these young people involved in the fight. We can't get them to fight for NYCHA right. if they're fighting each other and killing each other. You know? yeah. So hopefully we can get them on board and, um, and really get in this fight because you'll be kicked out of the apartment too. If your mom and your dad lose the apartment, right. you don't got no way to live either. You know? So right. don't, don't think you're not going to be impacted as a young person which a lot of them are not really feeling this, this fight yet. So I speak to them, and, um, but this fight is for you too. Mm-hmm. You know, we need you guys in this fight. It's so, that's why it's so important that Mike's in this fight. Yeah. As a 30-year-old Ravenswood resident, mm-hmm. you know, showing the young folks, you gotta get involved. Mm-hmm. You can't sit around and say, that's my grandmother's yeah. fight. No, it's your fight too. Yeah, especially yeah. for those who are there who inherit these apartments. There's a lot of families, a lot of people. Who generational, are right. yeah, it's generational. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you don't fight for it, yeah, you're out. Right. You're out, you know, yeah. and and there's only so much you can do because mm. living in Brooklyn is terrible. You know, mm. it's, it's 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 it. When I say terrible, Brooklyn's a beautiful place to live in, but it's very expensive. It's very expensive. Yes, it is. I've been saying it to my family. I soon leave New York and leave this for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because I just can't take it. Um, but you know, the fight is worth ha- uh, worth having, and um, anything worth having, worth holding is never easily obtained absolutely and so if you follow that model and you want to stick it to the man as we Mm. usually say right vote 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 a vote doesn't cost you money a vote doesn't cost you much effort if it's going to take you to walk and absentee ballots are beautiful you know for the presidency i voted i use it i like it i check from my (laughs) home and if there's a mailbox right (laughs) <laughs> I'll put it in the yeah. mailbox You know what I'm saying um, Do what you gotta do people Save yourself And save your family Save your generation Because they're out here To take it They don't care about you mm-hmm. It's about the money Brooklyn's about to be The new Manhattan Very yeah. soon yeah. Downtown 
I was riding through a neighborhood I think it was Dean Street I almost got lost Because you look up And like where am I Right You know no, The, the landmarks yeah. are changing Right no, You know I don't same. look at street signs I know left at the roti shop right. You know what I'm saying that is changing because there's no more roti shop. There's no more mom and pops. Right, you know? right. No, it's the same. Going, going midtown Brooklyn to uh, I call it midtown towards the junction where the two or three three trains are. I remember I used to work at a uh, cell phone shop right between Farragut and Glenwood, and four stores got t- are boarded up now. Right, and it's going to become a building. You know, right. And like I remember I was working in this you know this little mom and pop shop. That's no longer there. Right. And all his neighbors are gone. Right. And there's apartments upstairs. They're gone too, gutted out already. Right. So you can see the roof open from the window. Wow. So it's like they're taking it by storm, Mm -hmm. and whoever used to be there, they don't want to be there anymore, and they're giving up the land. So people, please fight, 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 fight. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Thank you for yeah, being here with us today. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> we had fun yeah, with you. Did. Give yourself yes. some. Yes, it was good. Give yes. yourself some. And great. when you speak about Brooklyn compared to Manhattan, Brooklyn actually is more now to list more. Of course, more some places to live in. Manhattan. Yes, I heard. Yeah. Like so the, it like has the changed. Chelsea yeah. area, yeah. people yeah. are, mm-hmm. I hear that yeah. the, their landlords are giving more incentives of people mm-hmm. to come back. Yeah. Right, right. Because right. they're, they're vacant, they're vacant right. apartments. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And I, we closing down now. I just want to say congratulations to the One Night Your Team. We have been airing this podcast yeah. here in the second site. As well as when we were in Brooklyn, we've been a year in, guys. Yes, we yes. So yes. give us some. Yes. We've been a year in June, June. So a lot was going on. We didn't get to announce it and stuff All like right. that. But we a year in, a year strong. And for those that don't know the history of One Night Show, we also started at Millennium TV right. as right. One Night Show. So right. before we were a podcast, okay? Right. Right. <laughs> and then we right. turned to the Power Talk, right? right. 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 So we switched to the Power Talk that Stan and I do. Um, and that's a whole other thing because they, they didn't, the name, it was, you know, a little fearful of the name. And that's when I met you up there, right? Gary, you were Gary D. Now you Gary Facts. Right. Yep, 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 so we will be taking a week off one okay. night, yeah. Okay. Okay. We are off on July 4th. So everybody be safe. Um, there should be some live feeds coming from us just to shoot in, say yeah. hi, yes. you know, show some work we're doing. Um, but we're off on July 4th. We'll be back on July 3rd. I mean, excuse me, July 11th. And we will be starting season three. Yes. Season three. Come on. Season three. <laughs> season three. She'll be coming. We'll, 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 depending if we can book her. Book. I'm yeah. I'm going to finish that book. We'll, yeah. We can start out strong. Yeah, she'll speak. Fighting. Yeah, we'll have that conversation. It's open right now for that day. But hopefully, you got to work on that stand uh, and then yeah, I, I push me together. to the people. I'm I still waiting on the email. I'm on vacation mode. Yo, but you got. Well, I already spoke to um also. um. For Justice Center on Barry, so it's two of y'all working okay, on it. So, but we're, we're definitely going to get her on because we want uh, our viewership to see Absolutely. another option, Absolutely. which is very important. Absolutely. So, with that said, one well, night to one people, people, we lifting off. Yes. This yes. is what we do. Yes. All right, great show, yes. team. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Rock, we miss you. Rock All Logic, right. we'll see you next time. <laughs> next time. Yeah, we'll be back with Rock Logic, Stan Morris, Mike Jones, Sandra. Yes. 
Oh man! Shout out to Maria, Maria, and mm. Anne Georgia Watkins on the chat. Yeah. Shout out to Thank everybody who's been in. on the chat. Shout out to everybody for tuning in. One night. This has been people. another one, uh, one episode nature. of One Nightcha. Yeah. Thank one you, everybody. Woo. One people. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Lifting Thanks for off. watching us. If you're watching us now, later, tomorrow. That's right. Share. share. The next day, share it. All right. Comment. This is for you, people. This is for you. One Nightcha. One people. One we blood. Out. One love. And we, we are out. out.